Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Lori Laughlin this morning. Yes, well, it looks like prosecutors in Massachusetts have finally decided what her punishment is going to be for her and her husband. It looks like they're going to be serving a little bit of time for that uh, cheating scandal that they had going on with their daughters. They're coming out and they're saying that they want to have two months for Lori behind bars plus a 1,500, I'm sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze, $150,000 fine. And 100 hours of community service for Lori. And then for Massimo, they went five months in jail and a $250,000 fine and 250 hours of community service. I'm trying to remember what Felicity Huffman served. What did she end up doing? It was just a matter of days, wasn't it? Yes. Like she fessed up right away. She did. Like and I th- feel like they were supposed to, she was supposed to get, I think, 30 days, but served two weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it looks like these two are going to be sentenced uh, on Friday in Boston. They're expecting that they're going to serve their time, that they get whatever it might be, um, that they're going to serve it kind of similar to Felicity in California. But remember, we had that story about Felicity Huffman's prison or her prison digs and how it was almost like spa-ish. She got to go to the library every day. They got to do yoga every day. There's minimum security. Oh, yeah, like super It definitely was not like 60 days in. No, 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 no. It was not anything like that. But it seems like they might not even serve that much time just because of COVID-19. So there's actually a possibility that they might not even go to prison at all because of it. I was going to say, yeah, I wonder if they'll serve any time at all because of COVID. I don't know. Or Or maybe they'll go in and then release them. Can they delay sentence? I guess not. No, that's going to happen on Friday and they should take them. I mean, sometimes they say you have two weeks to report to jail or whatever, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes with them, though. Wouldn't you like to see them have to pay back a bigger fine to like a scholarship fund or something like that versus time in jail? No, this is pennies to them. Yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking. $150,000 fine or $250,000 fine. They should have to open up a scholarship for the rowing team that for they the, faked their kid for the on. best photoshop photoshop yes. classes that's funny that's what i think the real punishment would be i don't know that's just my opinion hit him where it hurts yeah meanwhile the creative genius of kanye strikes again kanye coming up with an idea for an app just like tiktok except it's safe for kids and more in line with christian values and what did he name this app this is actually a pretty good idea Jesus talk, not TikTok, Jesus talk. Kanye tweeted, a vision came to me, Jesus talk. I was watching TikTok with my daughter, and as a Christian father, I was disturbed by a lot of the content, but I love the technology. We pray we can collaborate with TikTok to make a Christian monitored version that feels safe for young children and the world. In Jesus' name, amen, end quote. That's a direct quote from Kanye. That's a great idea for him. Yeah, like uh, like a faith-based you know, platform as an alternative to some of the 
garbage out there today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Tim, you said it's one of your favorite movies from back in the day. Probably number one. This is probably my favorite movie. Seriously? Mm -hmm. The original came out in 1987. It starred Steve Martin and John Candy as the two guys that were forced to team up on a disastrous road trip to get to their respective homes in time for Thanksgiving. Those aren't pillows? (laughs) Oh, I have that scene. Oh. Oh. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game. Hell of a game. We're going to go all the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so who's going to be in it, do we know? Well, it's going to be uh, Will Smith and Kevin Hart. Everyone is speculating that because Kevin Hart is kind of like the goofy, disastrous kind of guy sometimes that he's going to play the John Candy role and that Will Smith is going to be a little bit more of the not-so-nice guy that sure. Steve Martin mm, plays. Yeah. So that'll be fun to see. This is crazy. I heard about a 12-year-old in Australia who was just caught doing something pretty unexpected. Three minors were caught gambling at an Australian... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Casino, including a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, the girl was like, it ain't gambling when you have a system. <laughs> A woman in Alaska gave birth mid-flight last week while flying to the hospital and named her son Sky. No fair, that's way cooler than my story, said his older brother, Arby. Uh, here's some good news. It looks like there's a new COVID test in the way that could be a game changer. New saliva test. The test expected to cost just 10 bucks. You're also expected to get results in a matter of hours, not days. The new test will make it extra weird when patients show up like, nah, I prefer the cotton swab straight to the brain, please. (laughs) Yeah, you can take the test at home, or if you're in a hurry, just go to the spitting section of the Walmart pharmacy. 640, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. A few passing showers, otherwise cooler and less humid today. We'll see a high around 80, make that 80. Right now, 69 at Cincinnati's Q102. Ellen DeGeneres. Starting a clean house. She is. At her show in the wake of those allegations of a toxic workplace. Uh, Ellen and three top executive producers are parting ways, as they say, while two others, I guess, are going to hang out. Uh, The DJ's, uh, the show's DJ Twitch is being promoted to co-executive producer. That's a big deal for him. 
He's, I mean, he does a really good job. I like him on the show when he, he hosts sometimes when she's not there. Like he does like the best of clips. Like he'll be like, one time Ellen sat down with Jennifer Aniston and here's what happened or whatever it is. That's why he was so supportive. I was going to say, he said some really nice things about her last week. He sure did. Maybe Uh, this deal was in the works. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Ellen also tried to boost morale in a video call with her crew yesterday. It's unclear exactly what was said, but Us Magazine is saying that she admitted to having her good days and bad days. Uh, it's unclear at this point if there will be other changes coming, but yeah, that's what's happening for now. It's going to get really interesting. Yeah. So during the making of Tommy Boy, which was 25 years ago, David Spade and Chris Farley got into a massive fight over... Their co-star, Rob Lowe. Yesterday, we found out about... There, uh, Rob Lowe evidently has a podcast, and David Spade was on there. And he kind of went on to talk a little bit about this huge fight that happened between the two. All right, let's listen. So I'm eating a tuna fish sandwich on the ground. So this is the part I knew. I knew about the tuna fish sandwich. Yeah. And Farley's just over me, staring at me, smoking a cigarette. How's Rob Lowe? And I'm like, I, I don't know if we're talking about this more. or I don't know what to say. And then he can't stand that it's not going anywhere. So he comes and steps on my hand, my tuna. And then I have my Diet Coke in my hand, so I just throw it on him. And he gets up and he pushes me down these stairs. Mm -hmm. There's like four stairs. And right when I get to the bottom and stand up, like, are we in a fight? And they go, action on the walkie. And we just stare at each other. And then we turn and we walk in. And I see you guys. And someone says something. And I'm just staring and my heart's beating. And then Pete goes, spades line. And then someone yells it. And I still don't say it. And then I just walk out. And Pete goes, um, taking a five. Because <laughs> no, no one knew what was no going on. No one knew going on. I, rem- I remember. I, I thought went, you'd had a heart attack. I went to my trailer. <laughs> Farley went out and tackled Skippy. Wow. Because he was so mad he had to hit a guy his size. And he just went up and tackled him just because he had so much anger. Dang. It was dangerous being on the set there. He just tackled him. This is on the set of Tommy Boy, huh? Yeah, it was. That was a great movie. If you haven't watched it, you should. It's been a long time. 20 years, I think, right? Yeah, yeah a little backstory. Okay. I guess, you know, David had explained that they didn't get any time off from Saturday Night Live to make the movie. So they spent a lot of time flying back and forth between Toronto and New York, and it just wrecked them. I had to be exhausting. They were burned out, spending all their time together, fighting like an old married couple. And one day they showed up in Toronto at like 1 a.m. for a 6 a.m. shoot. And Chris Farley wasn't feeling well, so he decided to crash. But David didn't need a rest. So instead, he called Rob Lowe and they had a drink at at the hotel bar. And the next day, I guess Chris Farley was just fuming that they didn't call him and invite him. And that's when the whole fight happened. Fight ensued, yeah. And he woke up the next day and was like, what's going on? What, what, how was Rob last night? Did you have fun drinks with Rob? I thought you and I were friends. Nope. So I guess they were so mad at each other, they couldn't even work together that day. And uh, obviously they didn't stay stay mad at each other. And David says, you know, we, we had a blast on that movie. Like all my memories of Tommy Boy were fun. Oh, That's yeah. Good. Outside of that experience. Yeah. That's do you, good. Do you want to do this Cliff Clavin story since we're talking about old school kind of actors and movies and things like that? Sure. So, um, do you oh, have time? Yeah, we got time. Sorry, my watch is going off. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and do it or you want me to? 
Well, Cliff Clavin, he's the know-it-all postal worker from Cheers. If you ever watch that show, it's a classic. And now uh, the actor, John Ratzenberger, who played Cliff Clavin, is going to bat for the United States Postal Service. Didn't we have him on our show before? Hey, Norm. We had Norm. Oh, we had Norm, not yeah. Cliff Clavin. I was like, I felt like somebody was here from the show. Uh, John Ratzenberger, who played Cliff, recorded a PSA. You know, the post office is in a little bit of a pickle right now. So I had an idea. Why not do all your Christmas shopping early at the post office store? Yeah, in the post office. They got a store in there. Now, obviously, stamps and things like that. So why not translate the dollar amount you're going to pay for uh, Antilles' uh, new hat and just buy that amount of stamps? Easy to carry, easy to mail, easy to ship, and it's worth something. So help your local post office. Go down there and buy something. (laughs) (laughs) He sounds so old. Yeah, he does. And a little drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, The PSA was not Cliff or John's idea. Tim Cash, the lead singer of the indie band Curse, had put him up to it. Tim bought some of John's time through the Cameo service and had him record the video. So. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. That's a really cute thing. He's one of the people in Toy Story, too. Doesn't he play the pig, the piggy bank? That's yeah, why he's, he's one, of the, one of the characters. Oh, does one of the he? characters, yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, super funny. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.